Hey guys, George Gill here with Key Property Group, uh, owner broker. I'm here with my colleague Gustavo Martinez, one of the agents in our office. And um, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. This is episode one of our yet to be named podcast. Yep. Which we didn't even realize that we don't have a name for it. But actually, maybe after this airs, we can do a poll or something. Yeah, we can do a poll and maybe everyone can name our our podcast. But uh, but for now, we'll call it episode one. And uh, I think we're just going to keep this pretty informal and pretty casual. We're just going to have a quick conversation about what brought us here. Maybe start with Summit. I think that would be probably most appropriate, seeing as how we brought podcasts back with us. Um, so, um, yeah, let's start with that. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Summit. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing I wanted to let everybody know is that that was my first time in California, and it was amazing. And the tacos were amazing as well. Great. I was hoping that you would that actually highlight. mention that your takeaway was the food that we ate in California, yes. not the invaluable information that everyone gave us. Nope. Um, all, right, all right. Well, that's good to know. Um, but no, actually, that, that was good. And actually, I came back and I had a great time at Summit. And I thought that it was amazing information, amazing speakers. I came back and I knew that I wanted to write about it. I wanted to blog about it. I wanted to share my experience. And actually, when I started writing, I realized that there was just so much that I couldn't put it onto, into words. I wanted to tell people what we learned in marketing. Tell, there was so much talk about video. There was talk about podcasts. I mean, this is obviously, this is what prompted us to do it, but there was talk about podcasts and it was just oh, so interesting. I mean, everybody learned something new. Everybody learned something there. But can we talk about the way that the agents were actually prepared for the, for the summit? A lot of the people that have done it like a couple of times already, they were coming in with, with just like postcards, like that they would just put it on people on the table in front of everyone. Oh, their referral just, cards yes. or their business cards? So uh, you, you can tell that a lot of these people have done this this, this summit uh, just a few times already, and they picked up a, a lot of different tips from, from, from the past experiences or from other agents even. That it's just, it's just, it was just cool to see how, how much people prepare for this. Well, that's, that's the cool thing about events like this. I mean, uh, truthfully, up until a couple of years ago, I kind of embarrassed to say that I was a little bit closed-minded when it came to when it came to going to these types of events and actually networking and learning from these types of people just because I felt the same way we had this conversation on the way there yeah but oh, I, I mean really it, see any value well I don't know about not seeing any value but maybe going in there with the wrong mentality and not knowing what other people's intentions were about people just going there strictly or try to get referrals or try to yeah. or try to just make a sale or just in there in it for themselves but really it's the camaraderie that exists at an event like that is actually I think what's most impressive to me so uh, kind of going back to what I was saying, I I was trying to put into words some of the biggest takeaways for me, and I was focusing so much on the material and the real estate specific stuff that it came to me that I really just wanted to look at it from a broader picture and and talk about the experience and how I felt actually just being around people from all over the world um, right. and listening to how they handle situations that might be similar in some ways to what we deal with, but in a different part of the country or with different types of clients or on a larger scale, whether it's because they're, you know, working with multi-million dollar properties or whatever it may be. But, but at the end of the day, I think that an event like summit actually proves just how interested people, genuinely interested people are to, to learn from one another. And that's, and, and that's to make actually, you succeed. There's absolutely. No, there's no sense of competition there. Everybody's, everybody's there to help each other out. Yeah, no, that's the, and that's, that was a really a huge relief and really an eye opener for for me coming from somebody who, like I said, was pretty close minded when it came to events like that. So that's actually really refreshing. And I think um, a, a big turn in, from what a lot of people might 
and might picture the real estate industry as, and maybe some agents being very cutthroat or, um, like I said, it's a, sometimes can be a very competitive industry and, and people are, might get the impression that everyone's just in it for themselves. But I think that this event does a lot to try to disprove that. And so at the very least, I think that that's something valuable in itself. And, and it's, it's very easy to, to, to hear all those things and be like, well, yeah, I mean, he's talking about people from all over the country, people from all over the world. Um, you know, why, why would they care if, if you bring them, if you use their material in your own market? Well, this, this something was so big. We're talking about about, what was it, 5,000 agents, 5,500? Uh, yeah, I think between something five like and 6,000 people. So there, there were people from our market, you know, as well there. And, and these are people that we still talk to, even when we, even when, I don't know about you, but, you know, I came back and I spoke to a few of them already and, and we still help each other out. Like it's, it's, yeah, there's, there's no. Well, actually, I mean, just go back to the people that we met. I mean, we, we happened on the, I don't know what night it was, but on the second or third night when we were in the hotel lobby and everybody was just hanging out. Um, I, I forget where they were coming, where everyone was coming from, but they were hanging out in the lobby and we met Neo, which I thought was just one of, Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Neo. I, I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped talking about Neo just from the impression that she gave me and from the impression that she gave everybody. I mean, everyone left Summit knowing who Neo was. And I mean, that's my to, goal for the next one. To, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good goal to have. I mean, she she started off, I think last year was her first summit. And and fast forward a year and everyone knows who she is. And to to know pretty much to be on a personal first name level with Tom Ferry and to and 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 to have that level of recognition, I mean, I think that I and think that says a lot. <laughs> texting, yeah, man, we got to get that number, I think. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I, I think that 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 kind of goes back to just the type of camaraderie that exists with uh, with the Tom Ferry network and and somebody like Neo and 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 the other people that we were hanging out with is is is. Um, I think a testament to the attitude that they bring to those types of events and the mentality that they want to, um, that they want to instill in everybody that's in the industry. It's a, it's, it's a, uh, a mentality to help one another as opposed to compete against each other. Right. Rather than going there trying, you know, with the mindset of what am I going to get out of this? They, they, we go in there thinking, what am I going to provide? What kind of value am I going to, to, to add to this summit, which is full of people that are very capable already of doing the same thing as us or even more than us, but maybe they're missing that one piece, that one document that we had that we worked hard on, uh, and, and yet we're so willingly, you know, ready to just hand it over just to help them out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, I mean, one of the things that I closed off with in my in my blog was um, having a network or having a not network, but having to work with people in the industry that don't share that mentality, I think, is one of the most challenging things. And obviously, you can't change everyone. And at the end of the day, this is an independent contractor type of business. And everyone is going to find the path that works best for them. And as they should, I mean, at the end of the day. This is this is a matter of you being able to find your sweet spot, your what you're comfortable with, and being able to to take full advantage of of that type of adoption. But but I mean, I think I think you might share my sentiment when there are plenty of agents that we may come across during the course of a transaction where um, it it's a lot of uh, a lot of headbutting, and I think in some cases it's unnecessary headbutting. At the end of the day, I think not being able to adopt that mentality of camaraderie not just that but the fact that we all have the same end goal exactly and 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 remember the fact that we're all 
we all have the same angle. We all are racing to the same to the same goal. We all have the same purpose in mind. We all want the interest of our clients. So at the end of the day, I think it's a matter of trying to to remember that and keep that at the forefront of of everything that we do because compromise would be so much easier. Uh, negotiations would be a lot easier when when we take ourselves out of the equation and, and remove our emotions from 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 the situation and 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 think of the end goal and think of the fact that at the end of the day we're doing this for the client we have we we need to keep their best interests in mind and and you know unfortunately there have been a lot of times and i haven't been in this business for an extremely long time but it's been long enough for me to come across some instances in which it's been very difficult to manage a situation because some people might not have that have that mentality so so i mean it all comes back to 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 the fact that this industry unfortunately might have that bad reputation and 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 unfortunately it fell on me to the point where i went into these types of events with the wrong mentality and 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 was very close-minded and but who can blame me though it's the way that it's what you see you know it's what you see at, at first so you go in with that mentality and then because of that mentality you can't really get anything out of it you don't really take anything out of it so yeah yeah i agree well, people forget that there's always a win-win. It doesn't have to win. It doesn't have to be win-lose because at the end of the day, we'll just lose-lose. That was nice. Was it song lyrics? Nope, <laughs> I got it from the office. Win-win-win. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, listen. What would you say is the, is the hardest thing about about summit or about about events like that for you? You're probably, you, you consider yourself an introvert, correct? I would say by default, yes. I. Oh. My guy, this guy did, did the disc test. Yes, actually, that's a good point. I did the disc test, and now I can understand myself a whole lot better. Everything makes sense to me. But um, but yes, I, speaking of the disc test, by nature, I am an introvert. I my adaptive style is to be more on the extrovert side, particularly because when it comes to work, it requires me to be to be that way. But my natural style certainly is. I certainly find myself a little bit uncomfortable in large events where do you avoid the people? Is, uh, I wouldn't say I avoid people because at an event like at any at any network event, I know that the purpose there is is to network and to get to know people. So I don't, as much as I might not feel comfortable doing it, I also don't show up, you know, not ready to not ready to do what I'm there to do. So right. I mean, but you do make yourself approachable though, right? I mean, you will go I, in I there, you'll so, smile. Some people might disagree. Appro- <laughs> some, well, I mean, I mean, so, I'm sure you, you smile, you, you show up. And even though you may not make the first move, I mean, you will entertain someone that walks up to you. Oh, absolutely. No, 100%, even if it's not a girl, <laughs> especially if it's not a girl, <laughs> I'm already, I'm already shy about being in a place by myself. The last thing I need is for a girl to come up to me, but uh, but no, I actually do. I do. I guess, quote unquote, force myself to to mingle and to and to interact and whatnot. It doesn't come to me naturally. But but I'm also not the type of person that is going to to waste an event or waste an opportunity like that when it's meant to. When you're there to network, you're there to get to know people. You're there to 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 learn from other people. You're there to 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 talk and. You know what I think it is? Fun. I think we just don't know how to do it. Like to me, like the the whole network networking thing. The reason it bothers me is because I just hate the the meaningless conversation initially. 
you know. But so why, where, what do you mean? why would so it be where, meaningless? There's no meaningless conversation. How long have you why been in the business? Why would you not want to tell people that you're it's from Connecticut? Not, well, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but that's not really what I mean. I mean, it's not that I don't want to know where they're from. It's just that it's the same intro with every single person that it starts to lose some, I don't know, impact or something. Like at, 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 at the end of the day, they all kind of like, do you remember where anybody's from? Besides yeah. the ones that we actually spent time with, but I'm talking about like small talk wise. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you could just throw any state out there and <laughs> yeah. I won't know. Oh, so, so you're not going to believe me? No, so why ask? Not. We'll run a poll for that too. Well, then it's going to be like six polls at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, I think we should probably do a, podca- a, a poll too, whether we should even continue these podcasts. <laughs> yes. And we also need one for the name of our, of our mascot, Woody Allen over here. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. It just came to you. Yeah. So maybe I'm you inspired. should actually reinvent, <laughs> reinvent the way that we network. I think it goes back to just just clearing your head from everything that we thought we knew already. So so I mean maybe you can open with a joke instead of asking where people no, are then from. Nobody's going to talk to me. <laughs> well then I mean it's the safe thing. I mean just go with the with with the uh, with what's safe. Obviously you ask people. You know what they do, uh, what 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 their aspirations are, how their family is, what their occupation is, whatever. And then those are the, those are the safe things. You what is it? So Ford? Is that to, what it is? Yeah. Ask about their family, occupation, what they do for fun, and what do they dream about? What are their dreams? <laughs> what are they aspiring to do? So you can err on the I safe side by doing that. that. I can't remember my dreams. <laughs> or completely reinvent the wheel and and just lead with. It's gonna throw. It's gonna throw people off. Lead with the dream. (laughs) Give it in reverse. A clown was following me yesterday. (laughs) Like, would you talk to me after after I just open up like that? (laughs) Yes. See, so I don't know. I think we're gonna need to work on that. So no, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's just a matter of just removing yourself from that, from that discomfort that really you create for yourself. Because at the end of the day, people, if you just look at it as a matter of having a conversation, no one. And at the end of the day, they probably all feel the same way. By the way. Yeah, so they so, don't even care about what you're saying because they're thinking about how they're going to respond. <laughs> At least that's what happens to me. That's the reason I don't remember people's names. I don't remember where they're from. I don't remember anything because I'm so in my head thinking about, okay, he probably has three words left to go and I have no idea what to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and that's and when the meantime, sweating starts and people just walk away. And you're too busy thinking about what you're going to say that you haven't heard what he said. So <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we have to, yeah, no, I mean, we get in our heads. We get in our heads, and not necessarily. Everyone's there for the same reason. So, yeah, uh, so in conclusion, Summit. (laughs) Summit was a blast. Summit was a, uh, definitely a invaluable experience from from the speakers to the information to the material that we were given to the networking and and the meeting new people. Very good. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately there weren't any voice lessons there, but (laughs) I don't know why my voice is going in and out, but, um, it's, it's certainly something that I, that I would want to continue. I certainly am going to continue. And I hope that you and we can encourage people in the office to do the same thing. Uh, when I started the company last year, I made it a point to actually get out of my shell and get out of my comfort zone, not just in meeting new people, but attending seminars, attending trainings, attending board events, attending, um, even happy hours to the point where you're just at that point having conversations with people that are in the industry and you don't even have to network at that point. You're just seeing people outside of work. And, and that I think is the best type of networking that you can have. And the fact that we let our own fears and anxiety get in the way of that, I think is, is, is a loss for us. So 
So if anything, my biggest takeaway is that the, 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 the value that's hidden within our own industry and within our own coworkers that we sometimes don't, we sometimes choose not to tap into for, for reasons that are, are silly at the end of the day. I think it's just a lack of knowledge and just how to, how to approach people, how to talk to people and, and just going in with the, with the wrong mindset. Well, then maybe the next seminar will be how to talk to people before you go to another networking event. And maybe I don't even know why I'm recording into into this microphone right now. I can't even talk to people. I talk to a computer. All right. (laughs) I'll take a seminar on, uh, on holding my voice. (laughs) So hopefully by the time we, uh, we get to the second episode, we'll be will be a little bit more well-rounded. Yeah. All right. So how, how do you want to end these things? Um, I think like that. I Tell think, people uh, have a nice day. I think uh, the 20-minute mark will be our uh, our buzzer. Right. And hopefully on the next podcast, we'll have a little bit more of a of a firm topic. And no, this we can... is fine. I, I like this freestyle um, mode better. All right. We'll come back and do the same thing in a week then. It's a disaster, and I love it. All right, everyone. Well, thanks very much for your time, and we'll see you hopefully in a week. Thank you, guys. Thank you.